Tucson, Arizona. Convicted rapist Larry Nasser was assaulted in prison. NBC News, at NBC, reported, the assault took place just hours after Nasser was released into the penitentiary's general population. The report doesn't state how bad, or not bad, the assault was. For all we know he could have simply got sucker punched, or he could have been stomped out by 50 inmates. I don't know. What I do know is, Nasser is serving a 60-year prison sentence in the feds for multiple rapes and fondlings of young women and girls. I also know that Nasser still has a 175-year sentence to serve over in the state. Unless appeals help him out, chances are Nasser will be spending the rest of his life in prison. And unlike people sentenced for white-collar crimes, Nasser will likely be doing his time in the pen due to rape being labeled as a violent crime. It's highly likely Nasser will be assaulted again at some point. Going to prison on a rape charge makes Nasser a prized target. Walking cool points of sorts. Meaning anyone who assaults and gets props from fellow inmates. The Detroit News obtained documents filed by Nasser's lawyers on Tuesday, seeking an appeal of his 60-year sentence because of the May assault. In the court documents Nasser's lawyer, Jacqueline McCann blamed the man who attacked Nasser in the courtroom and sentencing Judge Rosemary Aquilina's courtroom conduct for the prison assault. Stating their actions set the precedent for future prison assaults of Nasser. Greater than Judge Aquilina made numerous statements throughout the proceedings indicating that she had already decided to impose the maximum allowed by the sentence agreement even before the hearing began. Thus, from the defendant's perspective the sentencing hearing was just a ritual. Judge Aquilina allowed more than 150 women to give victim impact statements during Nasser's sentencing hearing. The hearing took seven days to complete. Nasser's lawyer's court documents continued. Greater than the judge herself openly lamented that she could not impose cruel and unusual punishment upon the defendant, indicated her expectation that he would be harmed in prison, without condemning it, and finally proclaimed, with apparent relish, that she was signing his death warrant. Unfortunately, Judge Aquilina's comments and conducting of the sentencing proceeding appeared to encourage this type of behavior. About 70 to 80 percent of the inmates at Tucson Penitentiary are sex offenders, according to a retired Bureau of Prisons employee. The former employee stated that if it's determined that there is a threat to Nasser's safety at Tucson Pen, he will be transferred to another penitentiary. The former employee suggested USP Terre Haute or USP Coleman as possible landing spots for Nasser if transferred. The former employee says this, because those penitentiaries have an even higher percentage of sex offender population, and those pens have a high level of inmates who have cooperated with the government. The former employee also added that, because of Nasser's sentencing length, the BOP could waive Nasser's public safety label altogether and move him to a medium security level prison. Which could be a huge difference from being in the pen. Depending on which prison he goes to. Could be a lot less violent, or not. Depends on where you go, St. Cloud, MN. A Republican lawmaker has been accused of sexual assault slash inappropriate touching by his own daughter. Minnesota State Rep. Jim Knobloch has officially dropped his re-election bid on Friday after he was approached by MPR News at MPR News about allegations made by his daughter that he'd inappropriately touched her for years. Greater than her allegations are false. I and other family members have made repeated attempts to reconcile with her in recent years, but she has refused. Greater than. Greater than I could fight on for another six weeks to defend my reputation while running for re-election. But this would entail subjecting my wife, son, and elderly parents, as well as my daughter, 
to six weeks of extreme stress and scrutiny. I'm also not willing to spend six weeks fighting with my daughter in the media. As a result, I feel I have no choice but to effectively end my campaign today so I can work toward healing my family, Knobloch said in a lengthy statement released on Friday. Knobloch's daughter, Laura, who is now 23 years old, told NPR News that the first memories of her father's inappropriate touching happened when she was about nine years old. She said this went on for years. Laura Knobloch vividly described memories of her father coming into her room late at night. Greater than he would put his arm around me and not let me get up or get away, and he would lick my neck and bite my ear. Knobloch told NPR in an interview.